the transactions. You need to make all that shit private. Dude, just like, make it pri- like I make all my Venmo uh, transactions private when I like do stupid shit, man. I don't exactly. want anyone knowing what I got going on, much less like the NCAA if I'm being investigated. <laughs> What's up, everybody? My name is Bo Allen, seven-year NFL veteran out of Wisconsin, and I am the Butter King. And I am Nate Collins, a.k.a. Dr. Facts, four years in the NFL, out of University of Virginia. Wahoo wah. Wahoo wah. Baby facts. Let me tell you what I'm torqued about right now. Let me make sure I get this on camera. It's a little sweet treat I like to give myself. I call it a Z and Z. You ready? It's a Zevia, preferably a creamy root beer, which is the best flavor, and a coffee Zen, three milligrams. Three milligrams. It's my podcasting treat, man. It gives me fucking absolutely <laughs> oh torqued and ready to pot. I call it a Z and Z. Try it at home. Tweet about it. <laughs> Tell your friends and family. Sorry, mom, but this is my little delicacy that I love. Anyway, what are you torqued about, facts? I am torqued about turkey season. For anyone who knows me, during this time of the year, I help out a local farm here in Crozet, Virginia. Um, get them ready for harvest season of their turkeys. The brand is called Kelly Bronze, one of the most expensive turkeys um, in the country. If you guys want to check it out, kellybronze.com, promo code DrFax10. Let's check go. it out. But I am torqued about turkey season and the first year that we are doing 100 turkeys kosher. So I'm actually learning a lot on the back end. Um, just from like the agriculture and farming aspect of um of it all, and I've been doing this now for five six years, so um I, I kind of get excited. It, it's it's like it's like having a different team. Like it's guys they come from all over the country to help out Judd, and actually this this brand started in London, and it's actually the turkey that they serve to the Queen of England for their holidays um over there. So they have a real good name, and I'm in, I'm torqued for for turkey season. Facts and the King, we got a turkey guy. All right, let's get right into football, Dr. Facts. We have a lot to talk about. I think the yeah, biggest story. Yeah, we do. We do. The biggest story in college football right now is Michigan and all of the cheaters, you know, cheating allegations that they have. I mean, where do we even start with this? There's so much information that's unfolding. We dive right in. First off, everyone that's towing the line about what's cheating and what's not and what's acceptable and what's not. Get out of here. More and more information. I love that more and more information <laughs> is coming out about this. And this is, like, great. This is the type of, like, later on, hopefully, we're going to get a backstory, like a 30 for 30. And this is, like, sitting down <laughs> drama. And the best thing about this is this guy that's getting called out. What's his name? Connor Stallions. <laughs> Connor Stallions. He's the fall guy right now, and he's going to break at some point, and I can't wait till that happens. Let me tell you my favorite thing about Connor Stallion. So this is a guy who's allegedly, allegedly, allegedly um, going and basically spying on different teams and their signals and, uh, you know, everything like that. My favorite thing about that is Connor Stallions, the suspended Michigan staffer at the center of NCAA's sign-stealing probe, is a retired captain of the U.S. Marine Corps who bragged on his LinkedIn saying – this is so funny. He has a knack for identifying and exploiting critical vulnerabilities and centers of gravity in the opponent scouting process. In fact, this is the same guy who then proceeded to make a public Ven- Venmo transaction to a Michigan recruiting intern with the description GA, a public Venmo, uh, the day before the Peach Bowl between OSU and Georgia. And he also had tickets to 11 Big Ten schools like in his name. 
My guy needs to do some self-scouting and self-scout his own critical vulnerabilities because he is horrible at this, dude. I love this. <laughs> I love this because people like this who are like, who think they're really, really smart, a lot of times they lack common sense. And that's just common sense. Like, you have to know that Venmo or a, a, a money app like that, the transactions, you need to make all that shit private. Just like, make it pri like are, I make all my Venmo uh, transactions private when I, like, do stupid shit, man. I don't exactly. want anyone knowing what I got going on, much less, like, the NCAA if I'm being investigated. <laughs> but I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to take a different stance on this fact. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. This is, does and not bother me. I don't give a fuck about My this. thing is, I don't understand why so many people are taking that stance and they're saying that they don't care. Like, I don't, I don't know is it, if it's just that it's Michigan and they're already got in trouble for cheating and all these different scandals, buying cheeseburgers, whatever it may be. <laughs> but it's just... I, it's cheating. And my, 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 standpoint, my standpoint is... When do we think about the players and when does it become a safety issue? Because if you know my plays and you call the perfect blitz and or like you get my quarterback head taken off, calling the perfect play at the perfect time, I don't like that aspect. And what makes me feel that way is Greg Schiano a few games ago at halftime when they're playing Michigan, he even says there's something weird going on out there. I don't know what it is, but there's something weird going on and I just don't like that that maybe other coaches in the moment can feel like hey this isn't really right and that means that you guys are really in depth using this information that you quote unquote are, are getting from cheating well, I think the big thing too is you know Michigan has had an unbelievable season so far they're second in the latest AP poll um, they absolutely blew the brakes off of Michigan State over the weekend and what does this scandal do to discredit their successful season? I feel for those guys because, like, how are you in the locker room as a player? You know, what are you thinking? Like, are, is this all for not? Are all these wins going to be forfeited? Like, what are the results of this going to be? Bottom line is, dude, I don't give a fuck, man. Every team does this. Like, they obviously are not wise about nah, it. Nah, you can't say that. You can't, true, we, can't, we can't say that unless more Conspiracy guys get called. facts. Everyone's doing <laughs> it, man. Come on. But look, like I said, this is the, this is the bottom of it. And maybe, and maybe this guy, he knows about other, <laughs> other guys doing this for other teams. Yeah. Maybe he put some of his old buddies like, hey, I got a dope retirement job for us <laughs> that we can get into and use our X skills um, for, for spying. But cheaters never prevail at the end of the day. So, so. <laughs> So I, I, I'm going to start looking to bet against Michigan because there are football gods and they're probably going to end up losing so that we don't even have to worry about them at the end of the day. We'll see, man. They're pretty good. I mean, they also have a Heisman favorite with J.J. McCarthy <laughs> playing pretty well. They honestly looked absolutely amazing over the weekend. We'll see how this all unfolds. I think the Internet sleuths will continue to bring a lot more information to light. And uh, my guy, Connor Stallion, didn't do a great job of covering his track, so some of his critical vulnerabilities will continue to be exposed. All right, facts. Moving on. Let's uh, keep it in the Big Ten. Let's talk about Penn State versus Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State won that game. Obviously, it was actually the highest-rated game of the week with almost 10 million viewers, 9.955 uh, million viewers. And I, don't, I really – I mean, it was a good game. What would you think? I loved it. I mean, big, big defensive game. So a guy like me, I love that mm -hmm. um, where a lot of college games, it is fun seeing teams score a lot of points, but 
when you're a defensive guy like me and you are, there's a different spectrum to that. And it's just like, what the hell are your defenses doing when you see teams put up 40 points, like each team putting up 40 points for for games. But seeing this, um, Ohio State 20, Penn State 12, and and the game being so close as it was, and then um, the scooping score that got overturned, Oh, man, I, I hate seeing things like that. But um, all in all, I think it was a good call. But I, I think this is a game that's going to go. It's going to be very, very critical for the end of this season, what goes on. And I, I'm, I'm interested to see how Penn State bounces back from this. Yeah, and Maserati Marv. How about that? He's a fucking baller. He's, you know, projected to be a very, very high draft pick coming on, you know, in this upcoming draft. Really, really good player. At 11 receptions for 162 yards and one TD. And Ohio State looks really good. It'll be fun to watch the upcoming rivalry matchup between Ohio State and everyone's public enemy number one, Michigan. Maserati Marv. The announcers were loving saying that. And, and, but, I mean, rightfully so, he played well. And he talked his way into the Heisman talk now. Now that guys like Penix had a rough, rough weekend. And and now um, Caleb Williams and USC, they got another loss. So if the season keeps going well for Ohio State and we keep hearing Maserati Mars name, it wouldn't be a shock to see him in New York at the end of the year. One other funny viral moment. You talked about the reporters really plugging Maserati Marv. <laughs> the reporter from the Columbus Dispatch used the headline, number three, Ohio State rides D. <laughs> <laughs> to win over number seven Penn State, Bill Robinowitz. What are you thinking, man? Come on, you little horny over there. <laughs> anyway, let's keep it in the Big Ten. I fucking love this. We're kind of a Big Ten pod now. Let's go. Uh, beef of the week, Iowa versus the refs. How about the oh. end of the thrilling Big Ten offensive matchup between the oh. Iowa Hawkeyes and uh, the Minnesota Golden Gophers? What did you think about the punt return touchdown that got called back at the end because of a fair catch? I hate saying stuff like this and even like feeding into conspiracies. But when a ref makes a call like this and when you can get video evidence that he was wrong, it just makes me think they have a different agenda. Like it's bad to say that. And like, it's just like, ah, like, nah, not everyone bets and not everyone's worried about that. But when you see something like this, it's just like, bro, you're right there. You're, you are right there. You can see that that clearly was not a fair catch call. Every wow. team has a, has a call where you go like this. Poison, but this poison, has, poison. Peter, Peter, stay the fuck away. Yes, it's, yeah. it, but that has nothing to do with the refs. The refs know that. A fair catch is like this. It wasn't like he he short-armed it or right. did any, any quick movement. It was a simple this, and I hate seeing games ended like that, and it, it, it just sucks for that kid. And for those kids – a whole knowing when you're 18 to 22 year old it's hard to get over stuff like that it really is like for for your next game the following week you seeing everyone on social media basically agree with you and saying hey they made the wrong call but you could do nothing about it so it's tough and and i feel for those guys yeah i mean cooper DeJean made an unbelievable hero play at the end of this game to score after the you know iowa offense has been sputtering week after week and Kinnick is blowing up. The fans are going crazy. Oh my God. And then these fucking wet blanket buzzkill <laughs> refs have to come in and make it about them. Fuck the refs. Let the boys yeah, play, man. It's unbelievable. So the entire state of Iowa, rightfully so, has major beef with the stripes. And honestly, I'm on board. And I fucking hate Iowa. But the only team that I hate more than Iowa, 
the Minnesota Golden Gophers, and they should not have won that game, in my opinion. We're just going to move on. Facts, I want to give you the floor. We've talked about the Big Ten a lot. Your alma mater, Virginia, had a huge upset win over the weekend. Tell me a little bit about it. Let me ride your ride. We're going to take it to the ACC. I've been waiting to talk about this, <laughs> and I've been saying this. Before this game, Virginia, we were the best 1-5 team in the country, but we proved it because we beat. UNC, number 10, on the road, the biggest road win against a ranked team in Virginia history. Shout out to Coach Tony Elliott, name the National Coach of the Week. Only road win versus top 10 opponent ever in UVA history. And a season that's not going well for these guys and these seniors. I, I am so, so happy for these guys to hang their hats on something you can think about and you can have memories for the rest of your life. Because the after the game, the backup quarterback, Anthony Calandria, he went on live. And I, we, I had serious FOMO of after a game, being in a locker room, after oh, a big win with your, with your fucking boys. It, it, it gave me chills. Like, yeah. that, that is really what college football is about. When your back's against the wall, we were, what, a 24-and-a-half-point dog on the road and you guys go and get the win like uh, the season I, I mean we worry about the Virginia Tech game at, at Virginia like at the end of the year we can go 0-10 and win that game but for UNC to be having the season that they're having this year and us to beat them right now and kind of really wreck their schedule up for them and the rest of the season, I'm I'm really really happy for these guys and shout out to them we were named the cheese it win of the week so UVA indeed woke up feeling the cheesiest. I'm feeling the cheesiest. <laughs> cheese, cheese, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I was excited to be watching that game. And you know how it feels. Whenever you're an alum watching your old team play and you get an exciting win like that and you can see everyone on social media is talking about it, 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 feels, it feels amazing. Hell yeah, brother. Speaking of, Wisconsin had a big come from behind victory. I'll talk about that a little bit more with my big man on campus coming up, but we uh, beat Illinois and former Wisconsin head coach Brett Bielma, who was actually my head coach when I was in Wisconsin. So oh, nice. I'm a proud alumni as well, Dr. Fax. All right, let's look forward to the future. Big game coming up with Oregon, uh, currently ranked number eight and number 13, Utah. Utah is coming off of a huge win over USC and Caleb Williams. Oregon leads Utah 24-12 all-time in this series. This is the last regular season meeting as Oregon heads to the Big Ten and Utah goes to the Big 12. What are you looking forward to in this game? I'm excited about the coaching matchup in this game because I'm already iffy with the Oregon coach. I think he's a little too prideful. I hate the fourth down calls. But I love coaches that comb through the rule books, and they can find a way to get their team an edge. And Kyle Whittingham in this last game against USC, he clearly did that. And now I think it's a rule. The the whole you have to give the defense a chance to um, change when you sub late, I think they're going to have to now relook that rule because of how he exploited it this last game. And I think that's like Bill Belichick-ish, <laughs> like yeah. doing things like that and kind of like – you think football is a game that everyone's done everything, and then you see a coach do something like this, and I, I, I'm intrigued by um, the, the coaching matchup. Yeah, let me give our listeners a little color on that. So basically during two minutes, um, you know, offensively, like you really want to try to get into as much of a rhythm as you can, save as much clock as possible, do everything you can to preserve 
every single second on the play clock um, so that you can drive down and, you know, score. What, what they did, what Utah did, is they ran their fattest, slowest defensive lineman on the field whenever USC subbed, which would be a guy like me and a big fucking nose guard. And those <laughs> dudes took their sweet time, and the refs had, like, legally had to allow them to get on and off the field safely so that they could sub and I I mean I I think we've seen that a couple times over the years but never has it been so blatant I love that little bit of gamesmanship you know I guess I guess you're not uh, considering that cheating are you facts um but one one thing I think that's great gamesmanship one thing that I'm looking forward to in this matchup is you know checking out Bo Nix who's I think played really well um for the Ducks so far this year and uh we're getting to that point of the year where you know if you have one you know kind of star moment or a big shining moment in a big game it can absolutely propel you to the top of the Heisman ranking so I'd really love to see that out of Bo Nix I feel like this dude has been in college for like 10 years and it's just it's fun to watch him play I really like Oregon I like the Ducks I'm excited to see this matchup I mean it, it'll be fun to watch this will probably be the the game of the weekend so I'm excited also and I like you said I think Bo Nix is a great great player and I, I I'm interested to see what they do and like I said if their coach Maybe he's learned over the past few weeks, but I'm ready to see them in. And maybe we'll see some defensive plays from 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 those guys because Oregon doesn't have a bad defense, but it's just they just get so many points scored on them. So it's hard it's hard to trust like how good they really are when you when you see that week after week. But maybe this weekend will be different. Exactly. All right. Other news. Welcome to our fast facts segment. Dr. Facts, take a deep breath because you're gonna run us through some of these viral segments and quick hitters, and we're gonna do it as fast as we possibly can. Foche, start the fucking timer, brother. <laughs> what do you got for me, Dr. Facts? Fast facts. Okay, I hate to start off on this note, but it has to be talked about. What the hell is going on with your guy, Dabo Sweeney? <laughs> he was asked in an interview if they have psychiatrists or people, the kids to talk to when they're going through slumps. And his response was, we got him. He's probably on suicide watch right now. You got to keep going. Not a good answer. And me being a father now, I would say if I'm a parent with a kid on that team, I hope by now I would have gotten some type of explanation and an apology for being insensitive. Um, next thing up, we have the announcers of the Boston College Georgia Tech games. They may very well be faxing the King listeners because he dropped the torque word during the broadcast, and that I was excited to hear it. That makes <laughs> that, me torqued, facts. I was torqued to hear it myself. Stash Hartman, the Notre Dame quarterback heartthrob, shaves oh his God. beard. Shaves his beard. How do you feel about that? You're a big I stash guy. Hey, I'm a big stash guy. I think he, look, he looks fucking good. He's got unreal confidence in order to rock a stash. You need to really be feeling yourself. He's feeling himself. Move on, facts. What else we got? <laughs> we have the gummy worms on the sideline. There looks like to be a quality control manager of a college team. He had the job of holding a huge Ziploc bag full of gummy <laughs> worms that he was distributing on the sideline to what it looked like D-lineman and old lineman in between series how do you feel about that i fucking love that man i'm a big gummy worm fan i fucking love candy low-key addicted i'm on candy band right now speaking of mustaches that guy absolutely had a fucking killer mustache <laughs> also and he had a sick swag about him he's the gummy man i love it moving on what else you got for let's us, go <laughs> i think that's it fast facts why don't we uh, bring it to our Bink 182 <laughs> Bink segment. 182, baby. So for everyone that doesn't know, Dr. Fax has coined this term getting binked when you get lit up on the field. 
my uh, my bink for bink 182 is the <laughs> late night field storm. This video is hilarious. <laughs> I think we see all the time. Like we've talked about uh, fans that storm the field after big wins and stuff. This was at Alabama. A fan stormed the field and got absolutely fucking lit up by a security guard. You like lined him up from like 10 yards away. There was no one there. It was late night after the game and this guy got absolutely smushed. He got binked. Got Bink, my Bink 182 this week is Michelle Powell versus running back Jordan James, the Washington cornerback. He hit this dude so hard. And as an ex-player, there's certain hits that it's just textbook. And it's honestly, they'll be on all teach tapes because he kept his head out of it. And he literally put his shoulder pad through his sternum. And it's one of those hits that you you watching it, you're, it, it almost makes you lose breath. <laughs> and the hair like runs out of you. But he definitely got binked. And also, <laughs> leading into the next segment, I'm going to say this. Thanks to Cam Bray, again, my goddamn wallet got binked again listening to his goddamn bets. That's my bink 182 for this week. And I'm going to let Cam in a little bit know how I feel about that. Welcome back, Cam Bray. Nine-year NFL vet, played all those years, Tampa Bay Bucks. We, uh, you know, we're a college football pod, but we like to sneak in some NFL talk every now and then. But we're only allowed one hit, so welcome to our NFL one-hitter where we talk about one thing from the NFL. Let me, let me spark this up. I'll start us off. My favorite thing from the NFL this weekend was the Eagles rocking the Kelly Green jerseys on Sunday Night Football. Uh, they got a huge win over the Dolphins, and they looked fucking awesome. I'm so pissed I never got to wear those Kelly Greens. They looked fucking dope. <clears throat> I would have really liked to have worn them. <laughs> You would have looked really good in the, in the Kelly Green bow. That's what I think, Cam. Thank you. Yeah, you would look good. No, Thank it looks you. like a Hulu sports commercial. <laughs> I'm going to take it over from here. My NFL one-hitter this week goes to Tyrod Taylor, first black quarterback to win a game for the Giants in their entire franchise history, almost 100 years. So my one-hitter is going to him. Shout out to him, even though he was a Hokie, still showing love. Shout out to you, Tyrod Taylor. Bro, hold on. Tyrod Taylor, do you guys know his touchdown interception in the pros? <laughs> no, what is it? Absurd. It's like 70 to 20 touchdown to interception. Really? It's unbelievable. Yeah. Shout out to Tyrod Taylor. Great quarterback. NFL one hitter. Something I didn't like from the NFL this week. Derek Carr, worst teammate in the NFL. <laughs> Bro, it is so hard to watch that dude play football. Like, I, I think what happened is like you've been riding the Vegas, Saints all year, bro. All year. So I've watched all their games, and so like I'm like I was kind of a Derek Carr stand going into this year. And what I think happened is like the past couple of years, he's like, man, it's not on me. Like my coaches suck. Like whatever. And now he, he went to New Orleans, and his team is sick, and he realized that he is the problem. How about bro, that? Deep him ball, trying though. to wrap his head around it unbelievable like olave is not there, there's an off corner like yeah. dude oh. he's running a go it, like insane watching him play i football. think olave could have um, just sped up a little bit for that ball yeah, yeah. or sped, sped or, up. or slow down <laughs> so the one thing i'll say the one thing i do like about it though we are getting closer to jay time in new orleans let's go james. I, I james time. Yeah. truly no like yes. unironically one of my favorite teammates and an unbelievable dude and so funny but like hard fucking worker works his ass off 
a guy who like you feel like is in your corner an absolute hype king like will always gas yes up, and truly one of the funniest individuals i've ever been alive bro so funny. i've never met him and like he's one of my favorite he's similar to what lance stevenson is to the nba <laughs> and i love that this is a Jameis winston pod this, this is James, a Jameis pod this yeah. is Jameis. Jameis, please, please, <laughs> please come on the pod man Back you would fucking love him. All right, no more NFL talk. The suits are going to get pissed at us. Cam, uh, Dr. Fax has some words for you. you. You got the floor here, Fax. Bro, your bet, I'm telling you, bro, I was all for Bo having, he said he had a friend. He's really into the betting game, and this is what he does. And, and bro, I, I don't know, man. I've been tailing these bets. I've been fading these bets. I, I, I've tried everything. I, I've tried absolutely everything. And I, I've come to the conclusion that, like, you're really bad, man. And, like, and, and I, think we're, I think we're doing you, like, a service that right now, like, we're not tallying up scores. But, man, like, is, is, this, is this week, is, is it going to change? No, it's, uh, guys. I put at least double the amount of time into my research this week. <laughs> no, at least no, double. Don't, don't tell me that. Don't tell me Bro, that. These picks this week, I feel good about. It. I feel good Hell about yeah. these picks, Max. Hell yeah, brother. Um, and I did hit on Iowa Minnesota under. Yeah, that was a big hit. Yeah, that was a huge hit. Huge, Bro. huge hit. Bro, I think a, I've gone two and three the past, like, four weeks. So here's the thing, bro. Do you understand, like, maybe you should model your picks this way? Maybe you, you, don't, you don't have to do so many picks. You understand we're doing parlays. Maybe we need to let you pick two oh, yeah, small just parlay parlays. Yeah, yeah, because there are a parlay all taking, five of these. Yeah, I no. like it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work. That doesn't work. And then you bragging about one thing hitting on a five-pick parlay is absolutely absolutely absurd bro like <clears throat> anyway uh i think we should get into the picks uh <laughs> all right let's let's all get right, into Kim, this week Cam, we on. got the floor i just want to let you know if facts didn't make it very clear this is a big week for you buddy what do you got for us huge week and i'm here to deliver fuck it parlay it all right here we go i'm going florida plus 14 and a half versus georgia i'm going rice plus 11 and a half versus tulane wyoming plus five at Boise, Oregon minus six and a half at Utah, and Iowa State minus two at Baylor. What about NFL? We'll give you one NFL. Oh man, well I can't bet the Bucks game. Oh, I, I can't just say what I'm going to say about the Bucks game, so I won't, I won't say anything. Um, <laughs> Are you worried about Joe Bucks right. fan coming at you? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Bucks fan, man, he's on me. Uh, NFL this week, early look at the board. I'm going to bet on the Bucks Bills, but I think the bet is going to be over. The oh, yeah. the the total is forty two, and even if the Bucks get blown out, it's, I think there'll be points scored in that game. <laughs> okay, and it's funny you said that and you picked over because I'm thinking if this week goes bad, from here on out. You are only allowed to give us over and under bets because that's all you're winning and that's all you're bragging about. For two straight weeks, you've been bragging about the over-under win out of a five-game parlay that you won, bro. So this week, I'm hoping it does better because if not, if not, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back stronger next week, boys. <laughs> I promise you that. When, when, you're gonna learn when, lessons, baby. When when do the lessons get to be too much? <laughs> 
I pray, I pray we have some results before then, for sure, man. This is a week, guys. Don't fade me. I feel good about these picks. I feel good about it, too. I just want to let you know, we talked earlier on the show about the Michigan staffer that was caught publicly Venmoing people uh, for his illegal activities. Off-air, facts said that he was going to Venmo request you for some of these parlays that didn't hit. So if you see that notification on your Venmo, just know where that's from facts. All right, that's fair. Wait, <laughs> on the Michigan thing. Dude, all-time porn star name from the from the staffer. Connor, Connor Stallion. Connor Stallion? <laughs> love that I guy. I fucking love that thing. <laughs> Connor Stallion. <laughs> bro, dude, this dude was just buying tickets with his credit card. I know. Like, bro, on, like, StubHub. Yeah. Like, what an unsophisticated plot. What are they doing? I, I love have it. Like, no idea. He, I said this earlier, but he's a former Marine Corps guy, and he, like, was bragging about his skills in espionage. He's like Johnny Corps. Sins, dude. Connor <laughs> Stallions, former marine can do it all pizza delivery guy <laughs> all right cam this has been absolutely amazing i think you got some really good picks dude i for one thank you am, i've been standing how are you seeing picks. the board bo oh bro i'm you know my vision is clear all right <laughs> <laughs> see you good all right good Fucking <laughs> All right, get the fuck out of here, Cam. Thanks for coming right. on. I'll talk to you later. Appreciate you, Cam. See you, boys. <laughs> All right. All right, thank you so much, Cam. Always a pleasure to have you on. You know, numbers guy out of Harvard. Got a big week coming up for you, but what we didn't tell Cam is that we are so not confident in his picks that we are literally going to take his exact picks and flip a coin, and it's going to be Cam versus the coin this week, and there's going to be some major repercussions if uh, Cam gets outperformed by random chance. So <laughs> moving on, let's bring us to the big man on campus. We talked about this briefly, but uh, Dr. Fax and the Butter King, our colleges, had big weeks, some big wins for Wisconsin and Virginia. So we're doing a special alumni edition of big man on campus. These are guys that played really well and are walking around Charlottesville and Madison with their chest puffed out. So my big man on campus, big man on Madison is sophomore offensive lineman for Wisconsin, Nolan Rucci, who scored a go-ahead touchdown as a big man, kind of snuck out there, tackle eligible, and got the score to propel the Badgers with a huge win over Illinois and uh, my former head coach at Wisconsin, Brett Bielma. I just think big this is six. Such, big six, such a fun, <laughs> fitting way for Wisconsin to you know have a come-from-behind victory especially over someone that used to coach at Wisconsin. Give the fucking big man some love. I love it. Big man on campus. Enjoy. My BMOC is going to Mike Hollins of Virginia. We had the big win over U number 10 UNC. Biggest road win in Virginia history. Proud to be a Wahoo this week. He had 15 carries for 66 yards with three touchdowns, propelling the Who's past UNC. And shout out to him. Absolute dog in our backfield. And I am excited to call him the BMOC this week. All right, you know what I'm excited about, Dr. Facts? This segment, shit to talk to your girl about. Um, every week we get on the podcast, we talk about a lot of different sports, a lot of college football, just a little bit of NFL. And people that are listening, you know, they listen to this like, what the fuck am I supposed to talk to my girl about? Well, the Butter King, I got you. As of Monday, the 23rd of October, we have officially entered Scorpio season. So if uh -oh. your birthday happens to fall on November 14th, that means you're deeply a Scorpio. Is the Metro in Gatorade right now? 
<laughs> the metros and gator and actually facts let me give you a little bit of info on this uh scorpio is a water sign that derives its strength from the psychic emotional realm like fellow water signs cancer and pisces scorpio is extremely clairvoyant and intuitive and also it's important for you to know that mars mercury and the sun are all in scorpio this week that's a triple fire sign dr facts look the fuck out Basically, what that means is if you're a Scorpio, you have permission to do whatever the fuck you want this week and act like a complete reckless gremlin and then just scream out Scorpio season and everyone's supposed to understand that that's what it is. It's because everything, all the fucking astrology, all the stars and the moon and Jupiter, it's just giving you crazy energy. What's your take on, on girls asking you about your, about your sign? Uh, stay the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> If a girl ever uh, says, hey, will you, uh, will you ask your mom what time you were born? Just fucking hightail it right out of there. You know, you don't want no part of that. You're well equipped with all your information already. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, I know no, I'm a Sagittarius. Facts, I, just, I just want a reason to act reckless. That's it. I just want an excuse. <laughs> and that's what I'm figuring out. That's all astrology is. It's just you can make horrible decisions and then blame it on, like, something as, as ethereal as mars or jupiter one more one more question when it says you're a water sign does that mean you swim well or what's up uh, yeah, <laughs> like, i guess <laughs> yeah i think so that tracks <laughs> let me check my let me check my uh, my star chart real quick yeah yep you're right that's what it is all right let's let me sign us off here been a great pod at the end of the day if you get caught acting a little bit reckless going to all these college games uh you know publicly venmoing people about your illegal activities just blame it on Scorpio season. <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure you guys tune in every Wednesday to the Facts and the King on all social media platforms. Appreciate you guys. Yeah.